Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing! Starring the original book divas Martha Steele and Vonnie Golden. And also featuring Megan Runyon, YA superfan. Rachel Young, a true crime goddess. Keith Steigert uber reader and romance junkie these people are passionate about books maybe a little too passionate plotting world domination one book at a time they are three book girls now we get cut cut all this shit loose and be completely inappropriate and all of other other stuff now for you we were inappropriate before i know for but for you people who are listening right now we just did a podcast we did this special episode for the Patreon user. So if you're not yet a Patreon member, there's still plenty of time to do that, friends. We do have another Patreon member. Oh. FYI. We need like a sound effect, like a, I don't know what. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our new Patreon member, God. Brittany Bradford. Um. Rachel and I and Allison, who's a guest host sometimes on our show, talked about Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. Oh, cool. Yeah, Brittany Bradford. Let's do a quick rundown of what you get when you become a member of our super special Patreon community. (laughs) A community. It's like a gated community where you have to get the code to get in. And the code is whatever your credit card number is. Are you laughing at me? (laughs) laughing at the gated community. <laughs> well, I won't be a member. <laughs> yes, you are. My credit card number won't HOA give us shit. So there's three levels. What gets you, what do you get if you have the $3 per month? So the $3 tier gets you a shout out on, on the podcast. Our, um, podcast and our undying gratitude and you get to support the podcast and also all the tiers get access to our exclusive Facebook Patreon group community. Excellent. And then the $5 per month group gets access to the Facebook group, our undying gratitude and and you get to support the podcast and the shout out. And we also have outtakes from the podcasts previous that were too inappropriate to put well, not necessarily just pr- too inappropriate, just well, extra stuff. Cut to time. Yeah, because t- <laughs> sometimes we record for two hours. Yes. And also true. I can't put all the stuff in. So not all of it is. Right. It's just extra and, stuff. Yes, extra stuff. And uh, sometimes we'll do buddy reads and we'll talk about the books that we read. Right now, we just put up a in-depth conversation about the book Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. And that will stay up. So as long as you're a Patreon supporter, you don't have to be like a supporter this month to get that. Anytime you access it, it will be there. Yeah. And that goes the same with all of this content. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It just stays there. Okay. So then if you are a $10 a month member, then you get something really extra special. And that is an extra episode recorded just for you. And this month, you get to hear our discussion that we just recorded, which is the Lord (laughs) of the Flies, as soon as I get it edited and put up there. And next month, it's going to be the worst books of the year, which we can't wait for. Oh, and what's that charge? Oh, yes. Yep, that'll be happening. A fun game that Rachel came up with. 
Yep. So if you're a $10 member, you're going to get all kinds of special stuff. And Facebook invites are going out. The Facebook group has just been created. So if you haven't gotten an invite yet, but you're a Patreon supporter, they will be coming out to you. Yay. So exciting. And we do want to say thank you, seriously, because we don't have ads on this podcast. So we do had we had to find a way to pay for some basic stuff. Like because there's a lot of cost that goes into making a podcast like this that people don't think about. Yes. And none of us get paid yet. We'd like to have that happen someday. Can we please get Soylent to sponsor us just so we can run that Soylent commercial in our show (laughs) and everyone else can scream Soylent Green is people with me when they hear it. Soylent, if you're listening. (laughs) Am I the only person that every time I hear those, I just think of Soylent Green? No, no, that's what we're talking about. No, I don't know if that's what you're supposed to think of, but that is a thousand percent like... One of my best friends is the reason I know that line. And I sent him a screen cap of one of the ads and I sent it to him. He's like, is this like an internet meme or is this like a real product? Watch that movie. I need to. Serious. That, that is a really great movie. I want to classic. That is how I want to die. I'm being a hundred. I'm being a, no, the way they do it in that movie where the guy signs up for his time. He decides, okay, oh. I'm going to die now. And he signs up for his time. And when he goes in there, they take him into a room. It's a 360 degree video room. And they play this beautiful music real loud. And they let him watch all these beautiful things. And they give him a shot and he goes to sleep. And that's that. <laughs> cool. That's how I want to die. We could make that happen for you. Yeah. yeah. You just have to have when good it's, friends when that it's, can make that When happen. it's my time, that's what I want. Well, there you go. But yeah, I, I, they sponsored us. I, I'm not going to lie. I'd be pretty jacked because that. Well, Megan, you know how we can make that happen. If everybody who's listening wants to leave a five-star review for our podcast, advertisers look at that. Yeah, they do. And, oh, a five-star uh, review would be you awesome. Have, yeah. So if, yeah. You, if you can't be a Patreon member, can't afford it, whatever, the, the more five-star reviews you can give us on different platforms. Rate, review, subscribe. Yes, please. That's exactly it. Yes. All right. Now that we've done all that crap. We've done all of our... Um, <laughs> podcast housekeeping realized how often other podcasts do that like oh, i listen never, to a we, different yeah, podcast we never and like that. every half an hour they were like what megan said rate, like, review, subscribe. subscribe like rate, review subscribe rate, review subscribe and yeah. i was like i didn't know that that's how you got ad but how cool would it be to get sponsored by some of these book boxes <laughs> it would be cool let's hope but for right now we need your help with the patreon membership now, let's stop advertising and talk about some fucking books, man. Oh, no, let's talk about something funny. There's I'm going to been... ask, are the books fucking? Because that would be great. <laughs> oh, the stop, stop staring at my cock swim pants? <laughs> swim trunks, no, rather? Those oh, are yes. awesome. Is that, is that going to be one of our suggested Amazon gifts for yeah, people? Well, you know what? That is the best gift that I can imagine giving for a white elephant yeah so for the uh, keith will uh, keith have posted it's literally like a rooster in the crotch of some swim trunks a really goofy looking <laughs> a rooster. really goofy looking rooster mm. and it's like a quote that almost like he's saying it um, down the legs and it says stop stop staring at my at my cock <laughs> you can also get them in underwear too either underwear or swim shorts laura said she's gonna buy it for her husband well, they have a pool in their backyard. So oh, okay, yeah. They she, he can wear it without it being without people going. Hey, nice <laughs> cock, buddy. 
without people <laughs> actually awesome. looking at his cock. <laughs> right. <laughs> what the actual fuck did you just text us? Well, remember not when for we a drastic change about, of subject. Oh, we were find great Amazon presents. Yes. I found the best one. Okay, because you know it is still the holiday season, and because we're Rachel's coming up crying about it. I mean, we're coming up on Black Friday next week, and then Cyber yeah. Monday the following. So we really have to be on our game. Yoda, Everyone needs to get yodeling, shopping. Black Friday is not going to be a big deal this year. No, so it's go not. to Amazon and get your like two day shipping on these fantastic things Holy like this yodeling pickle jesus christ that's weird everyone one needs end, a yodeling pickle i feel like the one end looks like a like a toe or a thumb like okay, looks like you something can't look sucks. at it too my closely question is it this it really looks like a dildo i was just sings. gonna say yeah. um does it vibrate Cause... i don't think it just sings so you just have a really festive hoo-ha i guess all right, so that would also make a that would also make a great white elephant gift. I mean, how many people do you know that have a yodeling pickle? I don't know anybody. I want to be the first. Did you guys find any fun gifts? I didn't. I didn't I know there was an assignment. About these people. We did. Oh talk yeah, about Megan it. wasn't here. I thought it was Monday every day last week, so I don't know what's happening. Did you guys know that they sell crickets, like edible crickets? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a sour cream and onion, bacon and cheese, and salt and vinegar three pack of crickets. Blech which is fascinating to me. That's, and it has two-day shipping. Well, uh, thank God for that, because when right? I order flavored crickets, it better be there. Oh, here Dude, we go. It better be fresh. Were late? Need, them, need them in time for Thanksgiving. Here's some, shot, <laughs> here's some shot glasses that are shaped like urinals. Oh. You know what that'll go great with? Hmm. This semen stress relief putty that looks like semen. Oh, gross. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, yeah. Let's let's hope it's less sticky and that it comes off a lot easier because let's call it what it is. The comes off a little easier. <laughs> Don't Mr. Get that Keith is really sad because he just walked clean. in for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> the real stuff, it's hard to clean off. It's Yeah. Uh, Especially if you get it in your hair. That shit sticks. Seriously, right? <laughs> yeah, is. like, um, like what about Mary? What about you, Mary? You need to be telling people not, don't aim toward the hair. No, here you go. Now, this is actually really a funny gift. I've seen this before. It's a giant round tortilla blanket. Oh, I have seen that. That that's is like really, the gift really, of the year. that is really funny. I would love to have one of those. I think that's so cute. The and belt, that's going to be one packs. of those things you got to get quick because those are everywhere and they are selling out like hotcakes. That's like the gift of the year. I've seen them really? everywhere. Seriously? Seriously, the tortilla blanket. It's crazy. Oh, how about this? Okay. Did you see that uh, the video? I think it might have been a couple of years ago now where the <laughs> the mom goes and she buys the, the talking, the roaring Chewbacca mask and she oh, puts it on in her yes. head. That's hysterical. <laughs> That was the best I totally viral wanna, video I ever. totally want to be friends with that woman. And this is the on the holiday toy list, the Roaring Chewbacca Wookiee sounds mask. You know it's only on that list because of that woman. Oh, I absolutely. Know. I think she should and be getting some... Some royalty. Yeah. Martha, you know where that woman came from, right? TikTok. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just thought I'd mention not everything bad comes from TikTok. And we had uh, the best TikTok I saw this week, amazingly enough, not Harry Styles or Taylor Swift related, was like the different book categories. 
Oh, that was really oh funny. Oh my gosh, that was Did you share that? I did. I put okay. it in the tribe. We'll have Keith put it in the show notes too. But yes. it talks, it's like, I don't even remember the whole thing now because it was hours ago and I've slept since then. But it's like all the different book genres like being introduced. And they're like, no, no, not you. No, no, not you either. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. They were like totally dissing on romance. And then romance was like, um, I make a billion dollars a year. <laughs> yeah. It was and then so autobiography good. was like, uh, biography was like, I'm so important and I teach. And then uh, mystery was like, um, but nobody listens to you and you, they fall asleep when they read you. It was yeah. hysterical. Okay, guys, um, for dog lovers on your list, how about a calendar, oh, the 2022 calendar of pooping pooches? No, why? I feel like you tried to get us that in 2021. Hey, it's I on the like list. I feel like you could just look outside and see that. <laughs> hey, but you don't get all the different Every breeds day. that way. Come on now. For cat lovers, they have this thing that you put on your tongue and you can actually bathe your cat. Oh my God, that's disgusting. I just got a hairball thinking about it. You know what? My, as my much favorite, as I love I my do dog, it. I would not do that. You know what? My, <laughs> my, um, and I wipe my dog's butt. <laughs> the, uh, there should be an invention for that. Uh, my but t-shirt size is um, pit tickets to any concert that I want to go to, just in case anybody wanted to know. Pit tickets are damn hard to find, and those are they expensive, are. dude. They are very you better, expensive. You better watch what you ask for. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I might be able to get you tickets, but not that kind. <laughs> I remember like my friend and I won tickets for like Backstreet Boys Black and Blue Tour. And I remember us thinking like, oh, the radio stations always get the best tickets. And then we got them and they were like at the 300 level balcony. And we're like, I thought the radio station got the good shit. <laughs> like realizing that no, the radio station does not get the good shit. Okay. Uh-oh. I found the best, <laughs> the best one ever. It's on Amazon. It's <laughs> You have to blow it up. Send the picture. Screenshot it and send the picture. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. It must be good if they can't even see it. Martha's snorting. I, I can't Yay. see it from this end of the table. I can't help us. Okay. It is an apron that says, it looks like a guy's apron, like a barbecue apron. It says, my meat is 100%. And then in real small print, it says, going in your mouth today. <laughs> oh, my God. Yay. Oh, that one was I think we can quit now because that is fucking hilarious. With a sausage that delicious. Mm. Mm -mm. Dude, you could make such a great gift pack with all these things. You have the putty semen (gasps) and the meat apron. Here's another one. Here is a lipstick shaped like a penis. The actual lipstick itself is shaped Hmm. like a penis. So you, you know, that would be a great gift favor for all the bachelorette. It really would. Imagine going into Sephora though. Like, excuse me. um, Do you have a dick shaped one? Phallic lipsticks. Like I don't see anybody using the word phallic. You know what? I'll tell you what I could see it because have you seen some of the names of shit? Like lately NARS has things named just terrible things. Like they have a lipstick named anal. <laughs> Who goes into Sephora and says, Hey, I'd like that anal lipstick. Well, I'd like to know what color is it? Is it on the brown? <laughs> you know, the, that's a good question. The color's real good, know. but the taste, not so much. Martha, <laughs> I, I made Megan freak out. Here's another one. This is a, uh, I don't know Martha's middle name, but if I knew it, I would have used it right now. Ellen, Martha Ellen Steele. 
<laughs> okay, this is another apron. It says, <laughs> once you put my meat in your mouth, you're going to want to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't get in your hair. That's, That's right. Right, uh, exactly. Oh, Rachel, but I'm It's a great reason to swallow <laughs> okay. right there. That's right. Okay, I think we can move on. We can Please. move on to books it's now. <laughs> now that Megan is completely disgusted, you know, because every time we talk about blowjobs, she gets a little sensitive. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Don't worry, Megan. When my book comes up, you're going to want to leave. because. <laughs> oh, that's right. You have the steamy romance, oh. right? Oh, panty melting. <laughs> oh. I'm so excited. Melting. I am okay. excited to hear what book this is. Patty milk, panty milk. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, now let's let's bring the room down. <laughs> I'm just guessing it's World War II today, is it? No. Oh. No World War II. Okay. Bet you will be having to swallow something down when you read this. Oh no. <laughs> but not but not for good reasons. Oh no. You're the best, Bonnie. Um, I read Never by Ken Follett. And I really wanted to like this book, but I really oh, no. did not. <gasps> was it because of all the baby eating? There was no baby no, there was, eating. There was no baby mm. eating. There's... That's what made it so bad. <laughs> right. Nobody went into the river, damn it. But <laughs> I think we just need to take a moment that I'm pretty sure the Can world. Can we have a moment of silence, Just please? stop spinning. I know. When that sentence left your mouth. I think for a brief moment. A snowflake just went downhill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> okay, tell us about it. Okay, so um, this book is pretty current times. It's a little bit different than, like, modern, like, what today would be, because there's a lot of political tension between America and China and Korea, and a lot of tension between Japan, China, and Korea. So this basically is a book about politics and about a political chess game between all of these countries who have nuclear weapons and are very hostile towards each other. So that's kind of the setup for this book. And that part of the book I really liked. I did like that part of the book and I do like that he gave females very strong characters in this book um, there is a female president currently um, one of the uh, head and in uh, special intelligence people is female in this book along with uh, one of the colonels who's a character in this book is female so that part I do like however if I didn't know Ken Follett wrote this book I never would have guessed it. It was mm. not written in his usual sophisticated style. And um, a lot of the dialogue between the characters was very clunky. It's not a conversation that normal people would have. I mean, some of it was just off the wall. It was almost like it was translated from another language. And the translation didn't I don't know how to Here's say Here's what she said to me. If Ken Follett hadn't written this book, I would not have finished it. Wow. wow. Yeah, that was very true. But like, just an example of the clunkiness between the characters 
while they're talking to each other. There's one between a husband and wife, and this is during this very high tension, nuclear, political chess game. And he says to his wife, just knowing that you're there waiting for me is enough because he can't come home. He's in the office, yada, yada. And she says, oh, you just made me wet. And I'm just kind of like, Ken Fo- those words came out of Ken Follett's typewriter. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he said, just knowing that you're at home waiting for me, it wasn't, it wasn't a sexual scene. And she just all of a sudden is like, oh, you just made me so wet. I'll be thinking about you and keeping the bed warm. And it's like, <laughs> it, it just came out of like nowhere. It's like <laughs> nuclear war makes you wet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Teach their own, I guess. It just didn't. Maybe because I hold Ken Follick up so high and I expect so much from him. A lot of people probably will like this book, and it's written like a lot of other high intensity spy novels that you would get from other authors. I just, I don't particularly care for those other authors' writing, and this was written in the same way. And there was also some other things that kind of bothered me, like um, like the, the president. Yeah, she's the president and everything, but some of the things that she says and does isn't believable. And like she's having marital problems and stuff, which I can see high tension, you know, husband isn't getting the recognition that he wants. So, you know, but just some of the things that she does is just irritates me and... uh same thing with the female special intelligence officer. Maybe if I liked the characters more, I would have liked this book more, but I really did not like any of the characters at all. It just made me want to just roll my eyes at them. The premise of the book is good. I like that he had strong female roles, but I don't think the writing was up to his usual. It's not up to his usual standards. And uh, the dialogue between the characters just isn't how people usually talk to each other. She was very disappointed. I was. I was very disappointed. And I mean, I had to force myself to finish this book. And it's like a 20-hour book. So it's not even like it's that short. It's 24 hours. Maybe he rushed it. I I don't know. Ken Foley usually does such a great job. And he's just so... I told her that I thought it might have been pandemic-related. Maybe he was really depressed. Could be. <laughs> Does I he don't have, know. have, like, an adult son? Maybe he, like, let his son use his name and ghost write a book That's the other him. thing I said, was that was somebody else actually yeah. writing it. Now, I mean, if it was a... I would believe that it was a ghostwriter, because this is not... Even his other spy novels and thrillers that I've read of Ken Follett, this is not how he writes. And I'm very confused on even just the dialogue between the the characters. That's what made me not want to finish the book is the dialogue between the characters. The first time I read a conversation, I was like going, who the fuck talks like that? I, I just don't even, I can't even. I ended up having to stop the book for a few minutes and just walk away. Wow. And be angry. I had to go in the other room and get some Sonic Ice. <laughs> mm. Sonic Ice is the good shit. I couldn't put it in the freezer. I was at work. <laughs> but, you know, I had to. I had to just walk away. 
So well, I'm um, sorry that you didn't like it because I know how much you look forward to his books. I know. I know. That's sad. I know. And so this definitely was not a five star read for me. I would probably only give it a three. And like I said, there's going to be people who really like this, especially, you know, I'm, I'm pretty generous with my stars, especially if it's an author that I like. There's mm. going to be people who love this book because it's written in a style that a lot of people do like. I just... It's just not up to fall at standards. It's not. It's... I, it makes me very sad. I need... Rachel, I need to um, schedule a session with you after reading this book because <laughs> I'm traumatized right now. Traumatized. And that again was Never by Ken Follett. She will never forgive him for this Maybe fucking book. Maybe it's never... Never was this written by Ken Follett? Should he have released it in that kind never of writing? Should he have written it? He should have proofreaded that a little bit more. Proofread. Proof sorry. Re- proofreaded it? Proofread it. That's if why, only we had autocorrect. <laughs> that's why I'm not an author, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if only we could proofread it ourselves when we have to talk out loud. We all have done it. <laughs> all righty then. Who's next? I don't know. But Martha, you're like going insane. But Martha <laughs> needs her Amazon taken away because she has sent 75 messages in the past I've got all of my Christmas shopping minutes. done now. <laughs> all right, Keith or Rachel, who's up first? Uh, mine is not very spicy, so. Okay, you can go next then. Okay. We're, we're working up to Rachel's. Is that what it is? Yeah, probably. Okay, well then. <laughs> Okay, let's let's go for it, Keith. Let us know what we got. Okay, so mine was a romance, but it isn't the kind of steamy, smutty kind of romance that I generally read. Um, I read All Roads Lead Here by Mariana Zapata. I love her, first off. Let me say she's one of my favorite authors. I read everything she's written. For people who like a really good romance, that doesn't have that has spice in it but is a very slow burn none of this like instant falling in love kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and for someone who likes generally romances i find aren't insanely character driven and all of her books are the care like the character development is the biggest factor in her books this book in particular Uh, is about a young woman named Aurora. She, when she was young, she lives in this small town in Colorado. When she's 13, she, she wants to hang out with her best friend more than she wants to hang out with her single mom, which is pretty typical of a 13 year old. So her mother is an avid hiker and her mother wants to go on a hike with her, this overnight hike. And Aurora decides instead she wants to sleep over at her friend's house. And unfortunately, on this hike, her mother disappears. And then we never know what happens to her mother. Mm. So, of course, she's left with all these questions. If I had gone, could I have saved her? Is she even alive? Did she leave? She had some issues with depression. So people people in the town basically say, your mother left you and just kind of took off. So she doesn't really have any family. Her father is out of the picture and kind of is reticent to want to take her in. So she's taken in by an aunt and uncle and she leaves the area. Then meanwhile in her life, she gets involved with the, this man in college 
And he, he's just a normal guy in college, but as their relationship continues, he becomes this mega country star in Nashville. Like Tim McGraw, insanely kind of famous. But because he's this sexy hot stud, they're together for 14 years and she is never permitted to be seen with him or to be called his girlfriend Fucking by his publicist and PR. by his nasty ass mom. And then finally, they, the publicist and his mother, who's kind of just, he's like a real mama's boy and nasty. And so at one point, they decide that he should start going out with other women because oh. people are starting to think he's gay because he's never seen with women. I fucking and that's hate when she says, PR relationships what? so much. That's when this poor woman says, I'm out. Like, yeah, I've had 14 years with you, but I deserve better than this. Hell yeah, she does. And she has written most of his songs. <gasps> that's awful. This book sounds <gasps> fucking great. So she gets pretty much nothing out of it. But when she leaves... They think, oh, well, he'll continue to be this big, mega popular star. Uh-uh. His next two albums, Tank. But she's, and so she's at this big crossroads in her life. She's in her 30s now. So she decides to go back to this little Colorado town where she was happy when she was young and kind of try to start over. Uh, so she gets to the town and she she doesn't have a job. She doesn't, she has some money because they paid her this hush money to not say that she's written the songs, but nowhere near the royalty she should have. So she has some saved up, but she doesn't know what she's doing. So she just wants to kind of get a short-term rental, but this is this tiny little town. So she only finds one place that's suitable. She sees it online and it's like an Airbnb kind of deal. And she rents it sight unseen, just from the pictures online, sends the guy first month's rents, deposit everything. She gets there really late at night and there's a little lockbox, you know, like Airbnbs do. And she goes up into the place and this big, scary looking dude in a uniform with a gun at his holster, like on his holster, comes in and says, what the hell are you doing in my house? You get out. And she's like, um, I rented this place. I can show you my receipts. He says, this is not a rental. This is not an Airbnb. So his 15 year old son comes out of his house and it's like, okay, dad, don't be mad. Oh. But you told but you told me I couldn't get a job and I wanted to earn some extra money. Oh my God. So this poor woman, it's it's like eleven o'clock at night in this tiny Colorado town. She's exhausted. She's been driving all day. There's no other place to sleep. It's like one of those really windy roads like we oh, were in when we were yeah. in Denver. And she's just she's just, I'll pay you anything. I will pay you triple what you're asking. And this guy is so grumpy and assholey to her. And she did everything the right way. But he finally acquiesces and says that she can stay there. And these books by this author are not short little, these are like big, long, 550 page kind of things because, yeah, because they have to, um, she really develops characters. And that's pretty much the entire story is just seeing where she's at. She's in this town where her mom disappeared. She's meeting the people she left behind. She's still dealing with this asshole rock star. 
And she's got this guy that is not pleased that she's living in his rental, which wasn't supposed to be a rental in the first place. Wow. But it's this amazing character-driven book. She only tells books from the side of the women because, like some authors, she says, you know, I am a woman, so I kind of know how women think, but she doesn't want to ever kind of assume how men would think. Mm-hmm. So I'm the s- women in her books are extremely thought out and really fleshed out. It's a wonderful book. It's really great. I'm so triggered and- by her relationship with this. <laughs> like immediately I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. And it's a huge part of the book because, because she just doesn't leave any stone unturned in this woman's life. And that again is called all roads lead here by Mariana Zapata. Okay. Rach. Dig in, baby. Tell us about this panty melter you got. Yay! So I will say that it is very, very steamy, but it also has a really good story. I'm actually reading the second book right now. So the book that I'm reviewing, it's called The Boys Next Door by Miranda Silver. This is one of my favorite tropes, too, a little bit. So kind of really smart, shy girl, but and unfortunately kind of shy and withdrawn because of, you know, some bullying and other things in the past that a lot of women have no control over, like the size of their breasts and other things. And especially when someone is attractive and says no, and other people feel that that is okay for them to then use that against them. So when the book opens, our main character, Diana, she's 18. She's getting ready to graduate high school. She's going to Yale, all these things, right? And you quickly learn that she has a lot of fantasies and different things that she wants to experience in relationships and sexually, but she does not like and accept who she is, especially herself physically. So she stays very bundled up and tight within things. But when she was younger, she was best friends with the twin boys next door who are, I think, two years older than her, right? And she left for a year, which is when a lot of the trauma happened to her unrelated to them. And then the next year they moved back home. Um, It was just a brief move for her dad's job, but they moved back home. And as we all know, when you're in junior high, a lot of changes take place physically and everything. So she returns to these boys who were her best friends, but they are beautiful and athletic and confident and all of these things. And she doesn't know how to respond, especially with the year of hell that she has just been through. Right. And the boys welcome her back. They want to hang out. They want to do all these things. And she completely cuts them off and has nothing to do with them for years. So they go throughout high school. They are now two years into college and she's getting ready to go off to college, you know, once the summer is done. So one day just before graduation, she's in her room and the boys are home from college and they're having a pool party next door. And of course, like I said, these boys are beautiful boys and she, so she's kind of staring out the window thinking, you know, oh, it'd be great if I could be social and do those things, but I just don't feel like I can really do that. And one of, and she can tell these identical twin boys apart 
because they they just have a little slight nuances, right? One of them has a freckle under his eye and uh, again, they act differently. So she can very much tell them apart uh, while most people can't. Well, one of the boys catches her watching them and watching the party. And so a few minutes later, the doorbell rings and she's like, well, shit, <laughs> it's probably one of them because her parents are out of town with the twin boys' parents because their parents are friends. They've lived next door to each other for years. So one of the boys comes up and then everything just starts to, to spiral from there and spiral in the best way. So I will say, I'm not going to give too much away about what goes on after that. It is extremely steamy. There um, are multiple partners. Um, obviously, these boys are twins and I just say they do everything together. Mm. Now and I'm having now I'm having twin fantasies <laughs> in my head. It when I tell you this was some of the story was so good, but some of the the scenes and things in here, whew, they were spicy and they were well done and it's great and of course you know different things transpire there's a, a book too like i said i'm reading right now and so this whole whole thing starts to you know they learn things about each other and and other other relationships form and different things but if you are all um you know uptight <laughs> about sexual things you're not gonna like this so don't even bother like i said but if you're keith <laughs> <laughs> but if you're Keith, do it because I want to know what you think. Like, oh, I, I downloaded it already. Keith's rubbing her hands together in anticipation of reading this book the minute we get off this call. Well, and oh. so I will say this. If group sex is bothersome to you, if um, same sex sexual interactions bothers you, don't do it because I don't want to listen to <laughs> anybody hating on it. And just don't put yourself through it. But if you are open-minded and you love some steamy sex and different things this book is for you it was amazing brown chicken brown cow alexa mill mill made me so happy (laughs) (laughs) yes so again that was the boys next door by miranda silver nice a sandwich i had a dream about the boy next door the other night did you (laughs) the one who lives in your apartment complex or the no no this is one like when i was growing up boy next door were there two of them were they twins no just one just one but there was another one that lived down the street that was in the dream too (laughs) (laughs) okay megan i don't know what you got but I have a romancy <laughs> book, but not in the Rachel sense of the romancy, because this one's YA. <laughs> um, I read What I Like About You by Marissa Cantor, and this was so cute. A, I loved it because the cover was teal, and then as soon as I saw the cover, I started singing the song, so it, it had to happen because I grew up loving that song and then watching Amanda Bynes in the TV what, show. What song is that? What I like about you. Oh. You really know what I... Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm, you said the cover was teal and I'm like, is there a song about teal that I'm missing? No, no, no. Okay, I, get I, it. So, I got it. Okay. So um, Amanda Bynes didn't sing that song. No, but it was in the opening credits to her show that's also called What I Like About You, but not related to this oh. book. 
It was all related in my brain. <laughs> the fan brain is on. <laughs> yeah, the fan brain was on. Um, this is not related to that show in any way. So we have, I think it's Haley. It's H-A-L-L-E. So I'm calling, I'm going with Haley. Um, so we have Haley and her brother move in with their grandfather because Haley's parents are like documentary documentarians. Yeah, that's right. And they're like chasing that Oscar, right? Like they want to make the best documentary so they can get an Oscar. So the kids have moved around and lived all over the world. And it's her junior year. I think it's her junior. It might be her senior year. Um, And so she decides that like, she just wants to stay put and go to school for the end of her high school career. And their grandmother has just recently passed and they're like, "Mm, we need to check on grandpa. So they move in with grandpa. What we also learn is that Haley has two identities because she is actually like internet famous by the name of Kells and Kells is a book blogger slash baker and it's on her like handle is one true pastry and (laughs) it's awesome. I know. So, um, so she is a YA book blogger and she pairs her baked goods with the book that she's blogging about. So she'll like create like color schemes and designs that fit with the book. And she's finally like getting in with publishers where she's doing like the cover reveal and like, she'll make the cover, like she'll paint the cupcake, defrost the cupcakes and like the cover reveal will be in the cupcakes. Like it's really cool. So she, started baking like with her grandmother. So that's why grandma passing is kind of important. Um, but she moves in and she has like her whole lot of like online friends, right. Who know her as Kells and has this whole fandom community of supporters through her one true pastry. And she did one true pastry, like one true pairing, like one true, like love. So that's where the one true pastry came from. And she has been really good friends with a boy online whose name is Nash and they are planning on both going to NYU. They're both going to like, they're both pretty famous on social media for their blogs and stuff. And she moves in with grandpa and she goes to the library because it's the first, first stop in the new town. She's like, I gotta go check out the library so I can get some books. So she goes into the library, sits down and Nash is sitting across from her. But Nash doesn't know that Haley is Kells. Because she has like a cartoon avatar and you never see her in her post because it's always about the books and the pastries. And so she immediately knows it's Nash because Nash is Nash. He doesn't have like a second online identity. And she immediately panics and is like, holy shit, I'm face to face with like the equivalent of my online boyfriend that I've been friends with for years. Like neither of them date anybody. All of their friends know about Nash. All of Nash's, all of her friends know about Nash. All of Nash's friends know about Kells. And it's like kind of this thing. So she makes a really quick decision that like, she's not ready to let anybody know that she's Kells. And so the whole book is her applying for like a Comic-Con, like book panel type thing, like um, the New York book fest and like going and talking and having, uh, being on these panels and like, Nash is getting on these panels too. And they're like, they're both still planning on going to NYU. But at the same time, she's like face to face with him every day in her real life. And he has no idea who she is. 
and it gets to the point where like you can't go backwards now like how do you go after you know six months of being at school together and be like hey by the way for six months um i am kells and so it's kind of the story of like how do you how do you be both parts of yourself will he like her less because when he finds out that she's kells will he like her more if he finds out she's kells and it's just really, it was a super cute read. She ends up working like in a bakery in town um, and like is um, obviously amazing. And she use, gets to use the bakery to make her stuff because her grandfather like put away all of her grandmother's baking stuff because that was like part of his morning. So she's thinking like, oh, I'm going to use all my grandma's stuff. And grandpa's like, mm, it's in a box in the garage. Don't touch it because that was part of his process. So it was a lot about how she came to terms with... You know, how do I be two people at the same time? How do I tell these people in my life that I'm also this person? How do I help my grandfather and his mourning? And I just genuinely loved it. It was such a cute book. I highly recommend it. I gave it five stars. And that is What I Like About You by uh, Marissa Cantor. Awesome, awesome. All right. I was going to review a different book today, but based on the substance of this podcast, I think I better go with something else. <laughs> I'm so, wait can we talk about the cover of this book after you talk about it sure okay you talk first though <laughs> all right this is probably a, among the most ridiculous books that i've ever read but of course i thought it was fucking hilarious it's called dungeon crawler carl by matt dinman and am i in love with this guy's writing Yes, I am okay first of all it starts out with this guy whose girlfriend just left him and he is in his apartment with his girlfriend's cat, whom he secretly loves. But the girlfriend is gone, so he's taking really good care of the cat so that maybe, maybe she'll come back to him, all right? So he's got the window open because he's smoking a cigarette, and the cat gets out. And he's totally freaked out about the cat. So here he is. He's in his boxer shorts, and he goes outside to retrieve the cat. Because it's really icy cold outside. And the cat's not, you know, he wants to make sure the cat is safe. <laughs> so he grabs the closest shoes to him, which are his ex-girlfriend's pink Crocs. <laughs> and he goes outside. Um, and right at that moment, aliens repossess the earth. Oh, and jeez. And everybody dies. And everybody who's inside a building at that moment dies. And the rest of them all get to play in this giant dungeon crawler game where, you know, you get down and it's, it's like the Hunger Games. You have to fight to survive and you are the entertainment for everyone. Now, part of the, part of the fun of this novel is the fact that the cat goes with him and the cat, Princess Donut... <laughs> gets leveled up and then can communicate which is fucking hilarious so imagine a cat gets a voice and she is probably the most evil horrible <laughs> sociopath you know cat um and she gets just as many perks as he does so they're like a team going down through this dungeon, killing monsters and getting views because really that's the object of the game is to get people to love you so that they will want to keep you on the game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I can't. It is absolutely 
uproariously fucking hilarious. I did give it five stars. I bought a copy for my shelf and there is a whole <laughs> series of these books of which I will probably enjoy the hell out of reading all of them. But I had to stop, you know, because I've got all this other stuff I have to read. So for the meantime, uh, I am waiting until I read any more. I just read this one. Okay, the cover of this book gave me so much serotonin. I know, it's absolutely... The cover of this book, which you will be able to see on social media, has the cat at the bottom left-hand corner and Carl running in heart boxer. His boxer shorts are white with hearts all over them. And there's a... I wish you could see his Crocs. Yeah, I know. I know, missed opportunity. Yeah, pink Crocs. Sad. Yes. And no, he he loses the Crocs almost right away, but he gets Uh, extra bonus for for using his bare feet. Nice. Because because the foot fetish people are, you know, giving him extras. Oh, my God. It's so you guys. It is the most fun I have had all year reading this book. Knowing that there are foot fetish people in it. I know. I know. (laughs) It is just one of those things that is absolutely pure, snarky, hilarious joy. Um, The cover is pretty much amazing. And all of the covers are funny. I don't know if I would have picked it up and been like, I can read this book. You I'm know not what? sure I would have taken it I'm seriously. Sure, well, I never take anything seriously. You know I love humor. <laughs> um, but actually, I think that it was Taylor that suggested this guy's writing. Oh, okay. Now, I don't remember nice. if she asked me about this book specifically or if it was something else. I think this was the only one that was available wherever. I don't. I think I might have even purchased this book. It's right behind you. No, I mean, I mean, on the audio when <laughs> oh, I originally oh, okay. read it, and the audio was fantastic. Like, the yeah, guy who read it. it, he is probably one of the most amazing audiobook narrators alive today. Okay, he's fantastic. So if you're going to get the book, get it on audio because it's awesome. You're going to thank me later if you like the if you like stuff that's weird and funny and. Just great theater of the mind. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely loved it. Matt Dimon is now one of my new favorite authors because he really knows how to make my geeky little heart happy. (laughs) And that was Dungeon Crawler Carl, number one in the Dungeon Crawler Carl series by Matt Dimon. The cover really just won me over. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm Alien. sad that he never gets out of his boxer short. Like, no, he never it's gets a part pair of, of pants? No, he never gets pants because that's part of his appeal and his unique abilities <laughs> with the bare feet, you know, because the Crocs aren't big enough for him. So he has to get rid of those. Pretty There's soon. an alien on a tank chasing a man in boxers with a cat. And the cat is super powerful because she she gets bonus points and she, almost right away she gets the ability to communicate and just the two of them together make the most unusual combination that all the viewers just love them. So I accept this. Yep. And it fits right in this ending with our ridiculous gifts that we've been the whole time we've been doing this podcast. Whoever wasn't talking was sitting there <laughs> looking at Amazon's. We were sending each other little ridiculous presents. Now, I sent the, the, a wine glass that says, 
the reason I picked this wine glass is because when we were on our trip to Boulder, one of the things that we did in the hotel was we did book trivia. Remember that book trivia game we played or were you guys all too drunk to remember that? I was not there. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Some yeah. Of us were Shona, really wasted. Shona Lawrence came up with this and she had all of the correct answers and she ran the game. Well, she also purchased prizes for the winners. Well, nah. my game my, or my team won. So I got one of Only the because you were soberer than the rest of us. Uh, I don't know if that's the case, but OK. <laughs> so uh, pre- the present that she gave me is a wine glass. I'm not always a bitch. Just kidding. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm not always a bitch. Just kidding. Go fuck yourself. And you know what the funniest thing about that is? My husband loves that glass. He uses it all (laughs) the fucking time. He goes, who bought this for you? He usually gets really disgusted. Doesn't like my crass sense of humor. Like the tea mug that I use all the time that says it's motherfucking tea time. He hates that cup. Sorry, Ron. No, you didn't buy me that one. Somebody at work did. Oh, good. But, um... But he loves that wine glass and he uses it all the time. So um, we put that on Keith the Amazon. Got me, Keith got me a mug for my birthday and I can't take it to work. I'm Keith, sorry. Because no, you it can't. Says, it says, I like you. I will kill you last. Ah! <laughs> that is the best. That's pretty good. <laughs> so magnanimous. I will kill you last I wish there was one that said that and then and I will take you to the pig farm when I am finished and Vonnie Vonnie shared a wine glass on there that says I love to wrap both my hands around it and swallow oh yay (laughs) the wine of course get your mind out of the gutter so that all of these lovely presents that we're suggesting for you oh there's another one here's Vonnie's uh, socks. It has a cat on there. It says the universe is kind of a dick. I'm totally getting those. Socks, yes, they are way. awesome. Um, so if you're looking for a great inappropriate gift for anyone this holiday season, we would like to help because we're just nice like that. So you can go over to our website and click on any of these items, which are all available on Amazon. And when you purchase them from the link, guess who gets credit? Woo! I just feel like I just got teleported into Martha's radio voice. Like I was sitting here just with my eyes closed and I was like, is my fucking radio on? I did put my radio voice on a little bit there, <laughs> did. didn't I? I was like, I'm well, hearing just three ninety nine this week at Homeland. <laughs> That's all the all I heard. I was Homeland. I was just waiting for you to tell me that the what the hell ever's on sale at Homeland this week at the that end would of that. Be, uh, I'd have, I haven't heard the ad in a $2. minute. Two ninety nine a pound at Homeland. Yeah. But literally, I was like I sitting here with Listen, my head I'm back on the chair. To buy any shit like the that. Choice. Well, they're on sale at Homeland. <laughs> you know what I buy? I buy the stuff in the five for five for five twenty or five for twenty five dollar bin. That's my meat. Five for five. Me five too. for five. Five for twenty five. You get five meats for twenty five bucks. I hear you, I babe. Dude, this lipstick is so realistic. I thought it was like a dildo at first. Yeah, it you gotta be careful if you buy that. Don't be uncertain that anywhere. It'll all be all melty. I gross. know because it's actually <laughs> lipstick 
the actual lipstick is shaped like a dick. Yeah. Well, Maybe and it's purple. Yeah. So yeah. It actually, it just you, looks like the putting lipstick I'm on just the saying, that lips. can't be good for your pH level. Like, no, no. <laughs> that would be one gyno visit that would be interesting. <laughs> I'm really sorry yeah. about the red down there. It's it was lipstick. so realistic. I couldn't help myself. I mean, at least Look it's at not a little cucumber. red and swollen. No, that's just the lipstick. <laughs> oh, my God. It's plumping. <laughs> I cannot with you people. <laughs> Martha's down. <laughs> oh my god! I think we have to stop now. I don't know if I can come back from this. <laughs> I'm just thinking Ew, about really how sticky that would be. Like, Ew! Yeah. Ew. Oh. Well, hopefully it's not made out of the same thing as a penis. No. Hopefully it's real lipstick. Penises usually don't melt when you touch them. Dude, if it's sticky in my hair, I ain't gonna wrap it around my... Or I mean, I'm not gonna, like, spread it around my lips. That's... Oh. Oh. Okay, we're totally grossed out. That's yeah. gonna do it for Megan. That's gonna do it for... <laughs> Three Book girls. girls. Oh my god, Megan, I didn't know you could turn that red. <laughs> Just as it's red as that lipstick. Can't get enough of three book girls? Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow them on TikTok, YouTube, and check out their website at threebookgirls.com. And join the group Three Book Girls Tribe on Facebook. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend or join them at one of their live events. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.